With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Craft Brewed Sports. I am your co-host Mike. With me, as always, is my main man Scott. This is Craft Brewed Sports. Scott has tapped his keg of sports knowledge. You pump all pour. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, man? It's going great. The king is here. <laughs> the king is here. My <laughs> God Almighty, the king is here. The king is here. We've ended our, our October Madness beer tournament, our pumpkin beer tournament. We named a champion. Congratulations, Spooky Tooth. Uh, you were very delicious. Hats, yeah, great beer. Hats off to was Rivertown. Who actually came shocked second. that you, there was a beer that I enjoyed that much. You didn't think you were going to like any of them, really? No, I didn't think I was going to like that I wouldn't like any of them. I just thought... Just not that much. Yeah, I didn't think there was anyone that was going to impress me to the level that Spooky Tooth actually did. Yeah. It was easily the best to me of the four. I had a tough time in that in that championship round. Did between you? that and Rivertown. They were both really good. Yeah. No, I mean, I Rivertown... Think if, I think if we had flipped it and Rivertown went first, I probably would have picked Rivertown. Yeah, I was going Spooky Tooth, I think, after that first week. <laughs> I, had you were, you I had to determine that it was winning. You were like, the rest of this contest me, is yeah. a sham. No, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I gave other, I gave the other beers their, you know, their fair shot. I didn't rule it out, but I, I remember, I think, saying it right away, that Spooky Tooth is going to be tough to beat. And it did <laughs> and not it, fail It did to, not get beat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then third place went to... Uh, Dogfish Head Pumpkin, and then uh, rounding out the pack was our Kentucky Pumpkin Barrel Ale. But all of that is behind us, and this week we are drinking probably the the best pumpkin beer ever. There's no doubt. We have Pumpkin that we're pounding on the show. Southern Tier! This was the beer that when we came up with the idea for the October Pumpkin Beer Tournament, everybody was like... Why didn't you have it? Where's Pumpkin? It's like, well... This is irrelevant. Relax. We're gonna drink Pumpkin, but... There's no point putting it in the tournament knowing how much we like this beer to be like, oh, well, pumpkin, pumpkin. Okay, good. Moving on. <laughs> now, this goes back forever, though. I think did we t- we talked about that on the show, the story about seeing the online oh, picture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it goes back to that. So that was like the <laughs> genesis of that. And then you have the, you know, the fact that when we first got together to start talking about getting this show and doing the beers, I said then, back in April, I'm like, 
at some point we're doing pumpkin. And you're like, yeah, we'll do it. That's fine. And I'm like, okay, just just so we know. I just want to make sure. Yeah, so we're doing pumpkin. I don't even know if the show's going to last till the pumpkin's out, but we're doing pumpkin. And so here we are, finally doing pumpkin. Holy shit, that's right. We yeah. We've got a lot of episodes that we've done no, to I, get to the point where we're, and we've got it planned out where we, we've got like Christmas beers on, like yes. on deck. That's crazy. Yes. That's not a tip for the November beer, by the way, everybody. No, uh, and nobody's not, still discovered that. No guesses on that one that uh, that are even close. Nothing even close. No. But that's I've wanted it. to drop hints, but I feel like if any of the hints that I could possibly give will give it away immediately. So Absolutely. I've yeah. abstained from yeah. hints. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this week, Pumpkin, we'll get to the, the secret beer starting next week. But pumpkin. Uh, Spoiler alert! Consume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> if that's yeah, if that's what you're waiting for, you. Yeah, there's no surprise coming on this one. Eight point six percent alcohol, and it's completely delicious. So, do you remember the first time you had pumpkin? Absolutely. Where, it was off of a suggestion. One of my buddies had said, "I, I don't even think at the time I was I had ever had any pumpkin flavored beers." But for some reason, he had just brought up, you know, I think I was looking for some type of, I think, Oktoberfest or something like that. And he's like, well, you know, you like pumpkin flavor? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I like pumpkin flavored things. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, if you like pumpkin pie or anything, there's this beard. You've got to try it. It's just like pumpkin pie. And I'm like, okay. Grabbed grabbed me a, a liter. <laughs> a liter of cola. A liter of cola. <laughs> and uh, from Kroger and never looked back. It changed my life. Dude, it's so good. The first time I had it was at uh, the Brouhaha, the Cincy Brouhaha, mm. and I had not had pumpkin-flavored beer before. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Uh, this was like early on when I was just getting into craft beer. Like, That's kind really, of to me. Really into craft beer. Like I had new, uh, you know, Honey Brown dipped the toes in. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jason. <laughs> uh, but this was what, like I'm sitting there looking at booths that had a hundred different beers on tap, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And somebody was like, you got to try this shit. It's really good. And I was like, well, I don't want to waste all my tickets. So I'll give, I'll get a, I'll get a sample. Just got like the one ticket sample. And literally I took a sip and I was like, Hey, here's three more tickets. Go ahead and fill the rest of, the, <laughs> fill the I, rest of that cup up. I just, when you saying something about not wanting to do, I remember being hesitant at first because it only coming in those liters before they put it into bottles. And it's expensive. That that was my thing. It was what is it? Eight ninety nine a bottle. And so when I'm like twenty four ounce, gee, I can get a sixer of beer and know what I'm going for and have six of them. Or I can experiment and venture outside the box and get this beer. And if it sucks, I spent, you know, almost ten dollars after tax on this one beer. Yeah. On Man, this better not suck. But that's the only problem since then, though, is it didn't suck. And anytime I buy it, I'm like, well, you can't have just one. <laughs> so, you know, bam, you're buying two, and it's almost $20 worth of beer off one, two beers. This year, Pumpkin has switched it up, and they've and gone 12 they the ounce bottles. Yes. Sell them in four packs for $16.99 now, which is genius if you think about it. Oh, it's absolutely because genius. I would only buy the one 24 ouncer. Like, I would get one bottle at a time, and, you know, maybe down the road I'd get another one later, but I would only buy the one bottle well, for, like... I would do that. My, my only thing was, as the years went on, I would... You were I just realized, like, I'm going to have another one. I was going to so. say, I would realize, like, <laughs> you know, I'd finish that first one and then be really upset. Like, that was it. That, you know, now i got to drink something <laughs> else and, and wash away the flavor of delicious pumpkin. So I made sure that having two... 
which because two is a little bit too much. I yeah, can say that like well, about halfway through that second one, you're, you're like, all right, this you're is having it. four beers at almost nine percent. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to have in a night. <laughs> yeah, and it, so it's a lot to finish, but it was, it, it still is worth it because where that one is just not enough. Yeah, two puts you over the edge, but it's <laughs> it's good to go. <laughs> then, yeah, then you and you are fucked. <laughs> the night. You aren't going anywhere for the night. But yeah, now they've got these four pack, twelve ounce bottles. Like I said, I think it's genius because whereas I would normally pay $9 for uh, a bottle of pumpkin, now I'm like, well, I guess I'm buying the four-pack for sixteen ninety nine, and now I'm, I'm essentially buying two bombers. They just are making you buy two bombers at a time now instead of... Yeah, I still go old school because I like the bombers. <laughs> makes me, it makes me feel makes more feel black. nostalgic. More black having the bomber. <laughs> Even though I don't drink it out of the bottle, because I'm all like, oh, this is really good tasting beer, so I got to pour it in a glass, but... You got the snifter glass, you're like... Yes! I feel really black <laughs> drinking it out of my <laughs> out of my snifter. <laughs> oh, Let's get into Upper Deck. All right, Upper Deck, as always, brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Brood Sports can test out Audible's service with a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audiobook download. No strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. And this week, we recommend As Oceans Fall by friend of the show, Brian M. Berkland. Awesome book. I, I, yeah? got, a, I got a preview of it. Uh, nice. He, and actually, if you get that audiobook, which I highly recommend, the last portion of it after you get through the book... There's a little interview with Brian uh, oh, done cool. by yours truly. Oh, so, wow. So, uh, yeah, so get that book. It's included free. Fast in the forward to the book. good part. Yeah, get to get to the old interview. Uh, there's some spoilers in there. You probably want to listen to the book first. It really, <laughs> It is a really good book. Brian is insanely smart and really talented and uh, wrote the book in three weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Oh. So that yeah. would explain why his very thoughtful responses to most yes. of our questions. Is, yeah, that's yes. why when you yeah when we if you go back to the and listen to some of the responses that Brian has had, you're like, well, yeah, that dude's a genius, <laughs> uh, and you would know it listening to that book. And all you got to do to uh, get that free 30 day trial and Brian's free audiobook is head on over to audibletrial.com/slash/craftbrewedsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. Or just head over to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link. We're going to start here with a World Series tidbit. Got to do it. Well, V Live, strip club in Chicago. I, I wouldn't know that otherwise. <laughs> it was in the news. I have no idea the strip joints in Chicago. But V Live has offered to give the Cubbies free lab dances for life if they win the World Series. So, you know, if uh, breaking a 108-year-old curse isn't enough, along with going down in history and being worshipped by the entire city of Chicago and all of Cubs Nation, which spans <laughs> everywhere seemingly these days, uh, if that wasn't motivation enough, well, there's this. That's, That's some pretty solid <laughs> motivation. How are these dancers really going to know if somebody's like, are they expanding this to the whole 40 man roster? Is it anybody in the anybody club, who shows Cubs? up with the ring? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so that's, that's everybody in the organization. 40 man roster, general managers, you know, I, I don't, it depends on the owners, how nice they are about that's true. how far they push the rings. I got to imagine if the Cubs win the world series, though, everybody's getting, I, I was going to say everybody who's hey hot dog vendor, enjoy your ring. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, if, 
if there is like a long time hot dog vendor or usher or somebody like that, I bet that they yeah. get you know a ring. Which <laughs> under my rules, <laughs> he's showing up he's to, to, to be live. live. <laughs> hey, got this bling. Oh, were you on oh, the Cubs? Yeah, I'm. I'm Larry. <laughs> I played right center field. <laughs> Softball rules. You never saw me, but I was hiding the ivy. <laughs> but let's let's give equal time because that's what we do on this show. Yes. So uh, for your Indian story for the World Series, they are in the World Series for the first time since 1997, and apparently fans of the team just want to see as many tie-ins to the movie Major League as they possibly can. There's two petitions going on currently. The first one uh, on change.org is requesting that Fox remove Joe Buck from the broadcast. I'm all in for that. <laughs> right? I was on board, too. Even if they didn't replace him. They're just like, remove Joe <laughs> Buck. Just... <laughs> That's all we want. Well, they took it a step further. They wanted him removed, and they want him replaced with Bob Euchre. As everybody knows, played Harry Doyle in Major League. So they want Bob Euchre to do the the games on Fox for the uh, the World Series, even though he's the Milwaukee Brewers yep, broadcaster no, in real life. But when I was younger, yeah. I thought that he was yeah. the Indian. <laughs> it was like one of those what I was moments when, when I, I found, found out, out he played. Like I was like, he played baseball, really? Yeah, no. See, I, I that didn't floor me as much as it went. I was like, he's not really the announcer for the Indians. Like I thought they totally just, you know, obviously the, none of the players were, but I was like, I thought they would have taken some elements. It was play, you know, it was at municipal stadium yeah. and all that. So I was like, I just assumed, Oh, they got the regular color guy. Yeah. No, he's nope. The play by play guy for the brewers. <laughs> well, the other petition that the, that Indians fans have started they want Charlie Sheen to throw out a first pitch, but they want him to throw out the first pitch as Rick Vaughn, as Wild Thing. Uh, for well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, go all in. I mean, <laughs> nobody wants to be like, it now Charlie Sheen throwing out the first pitch for seemingly no reason. Do you realize how sad that would be, though, if Charlie Sheen came out to throw out the first pitch as Rick Vaughn? Because he doesn't look like Rick Vaughn anymore. He's like... This dude drinks tiger blood. Like, he's got AIDS. and <laughs> He drinks tiger blood. What are, you, what are you you're worried about that being the most ridiculous? Oh, man, he came out as himself. <laughs> no, I'm Charlie just Sheen's saying, done way worse. I'm just saying we complain so much about rebooting and like doing mm. all these oh i can't believe they're remaking this movie how that's the, a shit on the memory of rick vaughn to have charlie sheen now come out as rick vaughn and his frail that's true. ugly unless fucking... even in his old age now he cut the lightning bolts in the <laughs> side of his hair they went all in awesome. with that i'd be all good that would be pretty that. awesome i'm torn with these petitions because on one side i love major league i think it's an awesome movie but on the other side do we have to fucking tie it into Major League every time with the Indians? Does it uh, until they win a World Series? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's always that. And and like where? Why are we going just with Harry Doyle? Why don't we get Will Ferrell as Harry Carey to to do the Fox broadcast? I think that'd be more entertaining than that Bobby would be Uker. Cool. Like let's let's go out. If we're gonna go all out, it fl- fucking go all out. Get. Henry Rowan Gardner to throw a first pitch. I'm for the all Cubs in for that. From I don't right field. <laughs> I don't. I don't see why that's not a thing. Actually, I, I just, totally would have done. I that. just saw today. He, uh, Thomas, 
Ian Nicholas uh, is the actor who played Henry Rowan Gardner. He put out a video that he's ready to go if Major League wants him to throw out a first pitch in Chicago. He has done it in Chicago. He did before. it, yeah. Yeah, for just regular season games or whatever, yeah. but I think it would be cool. I would, uh, I would make him throw it from the bleachers, though. To take the... <laughs> wow. I highly doubt the result would be the same as the movie. I just found this tidbit out today from some Indians fans. Uh, apparently, since May or something, earlier in the season... Kipnis and I want to say Santana, but I know for a fact Kipnis, they have like a Joe Boo statue in the clubhouse <laughs> and have been like giving it cigars and all this stuff this entire season. So did they give it a chicken? Because that's what I, you need to. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the details. I like I said, I just randomly heard this today, and I'm like, whoa! They went all in with this whole thing, and it worked. That's I awesome. mean, they it's made clearly it to working. The World Series, yeah. so clearly working. Well, so there you go. Apparently. uh we just live in movie land, and we we <laughs> we even want our World Series to be just like the movies. Anyway, moving on to the NBA. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Gilbert Arenas, former Washington Wizard slash L.A. Laker, I can't remember if he played in for anybody else, but anyway. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, he signed a $111 million contract with the Wizards back in 2008. Uh, there was an agreement in there to pay out over eight years, so uh, this Halloween, Gilbert gets his last check. Done. Well, Hibachi, as he was known during his playing days, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he gave himself that nickname. <laughs> Agent Zero was another one he gave himself. Anyway, Gilbert uh, apparently hasn't been great with his money. Shocker, from yeah. a guy who calls what? himself Hibachi, and says he will only be getting... $169,895 a year from investment income, which is pretty piss poor if you've made $111 million. That's awful. <laughs> um, Arena says it's not enough. Shocker. And one of the things that's on the chopping block is his kid's private school that his kids go to, which it should be, because it runs $91,600 a year. That was a piss should've, poor investement from the get go. Should have invested in the school. Can, I, can you get? I, can you get dividends? Wh- when? Where the hell is there a school that charges that? Is much? this? I mean, is that ninety one six for all of his kids? Like, I don't know how many kids he has. Maybe I, he's it got better like be. ten kids be in that school. Per There's no way. There's no year. way. That's more than every That's, college in America. He's got to have like ten kids in the school, and it costs it because then it's like, oh, okay, it costs. Almost ten grand a year, that makes sense. It's Even that is steep. Way. Public school, my man. Never heard of it. Public <laughs> that's, school. That's where he said his kids are going. Shit, kids are going. They would have never started anywhere else. <laughs> Prices like that. I just can't believe how much you make. You make a hundred and eleven million dollars, and I realize in our economy now, a hundred and eleven million isn't what it used to be. Like it used to, you know, you say a hundred and eleven million in the eighties. That was like. That you made how much money? That was like Bill Gates money, you know? But $111 million, you sh- you still should be set for life, as well as your no kids, doubt. probably your grandkids. This is a man who built a grotto, though, at his house that he paid an exorbitant amount for. So, so dumb. So not dumb. really shocked. So dumb. My my money, he's completely broke in five years. Yeah. Gone. Scotty Pippen's looking at him like, man, you <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> You fucked up. <laughs> well, in other, hey, how the hell is this dude broke news? Uh, your boy Greg Hardy. Boo. Back in the news again. For MMA. 
I feel like we keep doing. He didn't get his ass beat yet. Damn Not it. yet. Not Fuck. yet. But uh, looks like he is going to take an ass whooping because he is. A, <laughs> he's apparently being sued for two hundred thousand dollars. So back in 2014, he leased a Bentley, a 2013 Bentley GT Speed, which is valued at like two hundred forty thousand dollars. The next year, he leased a 2012 Ferrari California, and apparently. Since June of this year, he just stopped paying on it. Like Wait, was, you have to make payments though. But uh, not Greg Hardy. He's he, like, he didn't tell him, "Hey, I'm Greg Hardy." He, he's they like, were like, "Oh, fuck it." Hey guys, you know, you know how I don't play in the NFL anymore. I'm just not gonna pay on these. But I'm gonna keep these cars. <laughs> these, these are mine, right? Is that how this goes? Uh, so, Second City Leasing, the company that leased the cars to the to him, is uh, suing Hardy for two hundred thousand seven hundred thirty six dollars and eighty two cents. <laughs> Plus interest that they say he <laughs> owes. 82 cents. <laughs> That's my uh, favorite part. <laughs> All I know is Hardy better step up the training for UFC because he needs that payday quick. I want him to show up quick. and be like, I got $36.82 just to make it even. <laughs> I just want to make it an even $200,700 that I owe and then we'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> How great would that be if Dana White like figures out the contract where he he leaves off like eighty two cents, <laughs> like undercuts him by totally eighty two cents. <laughs> you better go dig into your couch cushions, Greg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot. Oh shit! I I kind of can't wait to hear how this one ends up because I I want him to, I want this to go to court, and I, I want him I, to lose. I want all the bad things to happen: <laughs> the ass beating and then the the wallet beating <laughs> just to happen all the beatings to happen to Greg Hardy That'd all of the beatings every type of beating you can get Greg Hardy needs to take it on a serious note though we want to take a moment to applaud the good people at Cal Poly University uh, everybody remembers the show's least favorite swimmer ever in the form of Brock Turner the asshole from uh Stanford that got busted Such for a douchebag. Se- sexual assault and yeah. went to prison for all of what, eight days? Something Ten crazy minutes. like that, yeah. Something stupid. Well, recently, Cal Poly took a stand on sexual assault awareness, and they put up posters around campus featuring Turner's photo, and they were recently hung all over and over Brock's photo, his headshot from his Stanford swimming days. Uh, the words, don't be that person, appear. That's Right awesome. over the headshot, yes. That is awesome. <laughs> um, underneath that, it also states, perpetrators of sexual assault, stalking, and dating violence look like regular people. Well, I just want to say hats off to Cal Poly for using the smiling picture of Turner to show how criminals come in all shapes and forms. And this type of public humiliation pales in comparison to the fact that he should still be in jail... But hey, if the court system couldn't get it right, at least everybody else is using it as an opportunity to say, hey, be aware, this is a real thing, and real fuckers like Brock Turner exist, so call them out if you see them, and don't think that it can't happen to you, because, oh, you know, he's a good-looking swimmer. Yeah. He wouldn't do something I think Yeah, I think it's cool that Cal Poly did this, but what I want to see is a team, or a, a school that has, like, a legit D1 football or basketball team do something like this and really take a stance. Because Cal Poly, oh, no it's great. It's I think it's awesome that they're raising the awareness and they're taking the steps to be like, anybody on this campus could could be that guy. So, you know, watch out, watch yourself, ladies and dudes. Don't be that dude. But 
it's all lip service until some school finally is like, no, fuck these kids for doing that and really punishes them for Well, for I mean, it. Baylor yeah. needs something like this with all the issues <laughs> right. they've got. And, yeah. and Stanford, the yeah, home exactly. of, former home of Rock Turner, should definitely yeah. you know do something in a similar vein. I mean, if they want to, you know, because sh- I got to imagine that they want to distance themselves as far as they can from him. Yeah. But what better way than more or less than making an example him. of him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. To to do that and say, hey, no, we're serious about this here at Stanford. Right. You know, this can't happen. And here's one of our own. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Hats off to Cal Poly for doing it. I think any school that's that's raising awareness for it. Yes. Deserves a, absolutely. A tip of the cap. No doubt. Uh Last story here in Upper Deck. This is a little sports, a little beer. So this is the one of those stories that are made just for best this for, podcast. Best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, St. Louis Cardinals outfielder Stephen Piscotti and his brother Nick, they've launched a Kickstarter for a new product that they want to bring to market called the Beer Bit. So the point of the product is to keep your craft beer at the perfect temperature longer. So there's different size metal bits. They've got like a magnet in them. So there's a coaster that's magnetized. Stick the beer bit into your glass and it hooks to the coaster so it stays in place. And then you pour your beer in and it says that it will keep your beer at the ideal temperature for whatever type of beer you have for up to an hour. My question is... Who the fuck takes an hour <laughs> to drink a beer? One 12 ounce beer. One 12 ounce beer is going to take you an hour. Like I've, I got one of those Yeti koozie things for Christmas one year and my aunt got it for me and was like, Hey, this is, this really keeps your beer cold. And I've, somebody was like, does that work really well? And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have beer I don't long take, enough to Yeah, I don't take it. that long to like the only way I could test it is to put a beer in it and then leave it on the front porch while I like mow the lawn and then and come drink back other and beers. Be like, yeah, drink other beers in between and be like, this one's still cold, I guess. But it's still this this is the dumbest invention in my mind. I think it's stupid. Like beer fans, especially craft beer fans, aren't taking an hour to drink a beer. So it's already kind of stupid. I get the idea of like keeping your beers at the perfect temperature. And maybe that's where I'm missing the boat here is the the invention shouldn't be hey this is going to keep your beer cold longer it should be hey this beer or this thing is going to take any beer that you pour into it and immediately get it to that temperature cuz that would be cool as shit there's so many craft beer stores that you buy sixers off the shelf so it's like room temperature and you want to drink it right away so it'd be cool to have something where you just pour it in and it automatically chills the beer to the proper temperature. That's yeah, not what this talk- is. But we talked about that, though. Like, craft beer isn't even supposed to be, like, ice cold. It's not supposed to be ice yeah, cold. You're right. It, it, yeah. And, and it's yeah. not also, you know, room temperature beer is not ideal. But, I mean, right. I still want, like, a nice medium in yeah. there, and I don't need anything to put into it. Yeah, it's... T- Second thought on this. So gimmicky. Second thought on this. Why the fuck is a Major League Baseball player asking That's the most guys like thought. me and you for $20,000? You're a fucking Major Leaguer. You, yeah. You don't have 20K lying around? Are you serious? What are you, Gilbert Arenas? <laughs> <laughs> I just, like... Uh, that drives me crazy. That, like you're You're a Major League Baseball player and you're going on Kickstarter? That's the worst part of the story. To be oh, what a is. dick. Not only that, his parents really screwed up by not naming him Scotty. 
by naming him Steven instead of Scotty. Because I would Scotty Piscotti. Scotty Piscotti yeah, would be a pretty sweet pretty name. Baller ass name. <laughs> that's a pretty sweet name. But instead, he's Steven Piscotti. He sounds like a douchebag. He plays for the Cardinals, so he Steven is a douchebag. Is a pretentious name. He, <laughs> you definitely have to go by Steve yeah. or something along those lines. Like Steven. Such an asshole asking us for twenty thousand dollars. He also Fuck spells you, it man. Stephen. He does spell it Stephen. Even worse. <laughs> twenty thousand dollars. Come on. If, uh, uh, for a lousy design. For, <laughs> for hey, a, I've got an idea for stepping. Ste- uh, give uh, give us the $20,000 and we'll flip it into something much more productive. We'll come up with a better idea for you and Nick. You guys and your bullshit invention that you... Uh, sorry. All it is is it's a fucking whiskey cube. Right. And it, yeah. and it magnetizes to a coaster. That's all they're selling. Yeah. And it's a big, giant, dick-looking thing in my glass while I'm trying to drink a beer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Stupid. Ah, fuck it. Just another reason to hate the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck. Brought All right. To you, <laughs> brought to you, as always, by Audible.com. <laughs> what a way to end Upper Deck. <laughs> that wasn't good. That might have been the best Phallic way to end symbols. it lately. <laughs> I don't want to dig in my beer. <laughs> Keep it away. I mean, did you do you want a dick in your beer? I've never thought to myself <laughs> about whether or not there'd be dick in my beer. So, <laughs> no, I don't want a dick in my beer. Let's put that out there. But <laughs> never really had to face the question, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Would you like a dick? In- what is that an option? Uh, well, sir, our- is it my dick or whose dick are we talking? We've got a lovely selection of craft beers uh, at our restaurant. Uh, also, do you want to do you want a dick in that? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I was in New York and, and you had a dick in your beard? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Is that something New Yorkers would do? My buddy took me to a, a bar and he was like, "They got the best beer special. You're gonna love it." And I, would, I walk in and I ordered a Yingling, and the girl was like, uh, "We're out of pepperoni. Is that okay?" I was like, huh? "What the fuck do you put in your beers?" <laughs> she was like, "No, no, no. For the pizza, that's the special." You order a beer, and with every beer, you get a like a free pizza. Oh, and I, what was the beer like? Twelve dollars. The beer was kind of. I mean, it's New York. It was no, I know. It was like for a Yingling. I think it was like eight. Like I think 12. it was like eight for oh. a Yingling. So, so you get a free terrible. slice. No, it was like a personal pan pizza. Like a, it was. Oh, kind of, it was probably like a small pizza from Papa that's John's. Too bad. Yeah, I was like, man, oh. that's a good deal. But it was. I was like, you need to w- watch that question. That was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're out of pepperoni. Is that okay? Uh, the fuck does that have to do with the yingling? Yes, that is totally Don't you dare fun. put pepperoni in my yingling, you crazy bitch. I'd rather have a dick in my beer than pepperoni. Uh, uh, that's all you, bro. And pause for edit. <laughs> uh, definitely rather have pepperoni in my beer. But hey, learn something new every day. Mike would rather drink dick in his beer. Uh, I mean, pepperoni. If, eh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this needs to be the 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 highlighted theme. Is this or the, the new uh, the mention of the show? Is this the new Brett Favre's crotch? Is <laughs> maybe? <laughs> yeah, Mike likes dick in his beer. <laughs> it, this is definitely going to be on the highlight the the, the, the the show description, and we find out why Mike loves what Mike loves in his beer. <laughs> Do not miss this episode. It's my dick in a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh that's amazing oh shit uh you want to talk some hockey hells yeah <laughs> we're, we're puck loving over we're, here 
<laughs> might be the wrong thing to say after just talking about dicks in our beers. Well, I got to switch off somehow. <laughs> well, for the first time ever on this show, I'm beating you in something. Yeah, well, I'm sure it'll be short-lived. Probably. Uh, <laughs> and it's only by number of games, by the way. Like, so Win percentage is better. Yeah, well, okay, fine. Again, <laughs> more games. Give more games to... Well, the Red Wings the are currently 5-2, and two, which is pretty damn impressive because they yeah, started off say, the season 0-2. They, they lost the first two games and have ripped off five straight wins. And they are outscoring people like crazy this year. They're looking good. I can't wait. Till I can finally watch a game. It's going to be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I felt about the Avalanche because I'm, I'm reading up on everything and following them every time they have a game. They shat the bed and went on a road trip. And after yeah, that did. two and one start, went one and two. So they're three and two, which isn't embarrassing or anything. But It's embarrassing when you're losing to me. That's that is embarrassing. true. But I, I feel like it's long season. It is a long season. And I'm not worried about losing a week to you if it happens. <laughs> There's no bet on the one week of hockey, so we're good. Not yet. Yeah, well. <laughs> Avalanche are playing well enough that I'm not worried about it in October. So we are recording early again this week. It's another Wednesday recording sesh. Uh, so this could change, uh, but the, the Red Wings have a game on Thursday. Avalanche play I don't think that that'll Friday. change. They'll still probably play Thursday because it's the schedule. I'm saying the <laughs> standings could change, you s- asshole. Well, they most definitely will. They'll either win, <laughs> lose, or tie, so that'll change the standings. Not necessarily because uh, your team could win, lose, or tie, and then the standings are still me ahead of you. Oh, you meant the personal standings. Yes. You should probably clarify that considering I thought you meant the standings of the two teams. <laughs> I don't think they're worried about what the fuck we got going on. Well, they so. should be. They should be very worried. The Red Wings especially, because I am a jinx. <laughs> he needs help. <laughs> he needs a W in the worst way. I'm fi- I'm feeling good, man. I'm turning it around. This is, we'll get to that here in a minute. So yeah, that's where we're at with uh with our hockey teams currently. Anything that um, anything that you're surprised about from the Avalanche this year? Mm, not so far. Uh, the new head coach since Patrick was stepped down. I can't remember his name. I saw a picture of a dude, and I was reading about him. He, he seems... <laughs> I saw a picture of him. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he's, you know... He, he was like... Because I, I can't remember where they got him from, but he, he was just like, oh, man, I'm so excited to be coaching my first... This is his first NHL coaching job, and he, he was reading the uh, story after the first game. He's just like, man, it was so much fun being back there. Like, he sounded like a kid in a candy store, just... <laughs> Totally enthralled by the job, and I'm oh, just so happy to be here, man. All bright eyed, and so <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what the team does under a first year head coach that you know has no NHL experience prior. So yeah, yeah, but nothing, nothing's jumped out at me yet as far as like getting back into it. And it's hard having not watched. Right, a game yet. <laughs> That's so, the toughest part. Is. Yeah, it, it just reading about hockey. Is yeah, tough, but. It's Tyson's really... probably going to be pissed because he's going to be like, the point was to watch hockey, assholes. Well, we're following. He said follow this hockey. This is true. Us, and we are following. We're following I'm on Twitter. Team. I'm on, I yeah. followed the <laughs> on Twitter. So. I couldn't follow him any harder if I tried. <laughs> oh, shit. I think for me, I, uh, I'm i still kind of getting into everything. It's still kind of a blur to me. Um, 
I don't know very many people on the team. Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit easier too when baseball's over and that's out of the way. And you're talking about okay, so then you only have one. You only have NFL one day a week, and we're not really paying too much attention closely this early on in NBA. So it'll kind of just be hockey. So yeah, it'll be a little bit easier to kind of divert my attention towards that. Yeah, more full time, I guess. I'm just glad I need to look up. How many more times Detroit have to go to has to go to Florida? Because apparently that's the kiss of death for this team. Oh yeah, <laughs> starting off zero and two in the state of Florida, and then we need to make little mini wager when uh, the Avalanche and Red Wings play one another. Okay, we need to find out when that is and make a little mini wager. Okay, maybe um, it'll give you something to get another W. I'm I'm, totally, I'm all about trying to help my I fellow am man. Totally on board with that. It looks like it's two games like right back to back. So March 15th, the Red Wings play at Colorado. Damn, and then, they don't play each other before then? Nope. Wow. Uh, March 15th at Colorado, and then March 18th, they have Colorado at home. Okay, so, cool. So it'll be within little, a week. Yeah. So little right. home and home real, real quick in March. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Let's see what we can figure let's out. Hope the, let's hope the show's still going on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, it worked out with Pumpkin. Though. Exactly. Gotta have faith. <laughs> exactly. Cool. So there's your hockey update. Tyson, that's where that's where we're at with our hockey teams. We're working uh, on it, but this is this is the part of the sports year when it seems like everything's going. I mean, you have all four major sports at the same time because as of last night, the NBA is back. It is. You have baseball ending. You have football mid swing. Uh, hockey starting up, and and base or uh, basketball just started. So there you go. All four sports currently happening. Right now. For a couple weeks. Yep. <laughs> For like the other four games in this series, in this World Series. Well, then, yeah. And after night one, Warriors fans are pissing their pants because they bring in Kevin Durant and promptly lose at home, nonetheless, to the Spurs, which yeah. is only funny because, one, I don't. it doesn't matter in the scheme of things. Like I think they'll be fine. But two, they didn't lose. They, they only lost what? Like. Four games at home all yeah. of last year, and they've already yeah. lost one the opening night. It was to a Spurs yeah. team that lost him, Duncan, and you're thinking, all right, there's going to be a little bit of a transition, you know, from the old big theory three era to what they've got now. But nope, nope, came in, <laughs> beat him by twenty on the road. Like, Ugh. I mean, I'm not it's, nervous. I'm a Warriors no. fan, but it's just it's just funny after the entire off season of buildup that well, it came. And it, they come out and it's like, oh, it is shit. funny because people do get worried over one game. Like of it's, course, it's hilarious how people just freak out on such a small sample size. No doubt, you got these guys are all big egos. It's gonna take them a while to gel together. I mean, look at when fucking LeBron went to Miami. That team took a while to to get things across, so. and they still made the finals their first year. Yeah, so, so I, the Warriors are going to be fine. And but. I'm pretty sure they'll still make the finals, regardless of this <laughs> first game outcome. Yeah, absolutely. But, but I think the bigger question is going to be, who do they play in the Western Conference Finals? Because it's probably almost, the Spurs, yeah, it's probably, I would it, imagine. There's really nobody else. that Normally you could say Oklahoma, but they don't have Durant anymore, so they're not going to – I don't think they go to the and finals. And then there's a few kind of – contender pretender dudes and the clippers and the clips and uh, you know maybe portland if they can figure things out i mean there's a couple teams that nobody really thinks will challenge but yeah they'll they'll be in the conversation for the final yeah couple spots there in the west those top four 
Yeah, should be interesting. On the East, it's pretty much guaranteed too. There's really nobody that's going to challenge the Cavs. I don't think. No, uh, and and talk about overreacting after one game. They beat the shit out of the Knicks, and that's <laughs> look it, like man. they look like things never <laughs> like look. They picked up right where they left off from that three one. Yeah. Three one series. That uh, yeah, that was their banner raising uh, moment. They raised the banner, got their rings, got the rings, and that was also game one of the World Series. So Cleveland is still hungover from that fucking title town out here <laughs> for one night at least. Oh fuck you, man. Uh, dude! Come I know, on. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, that's why I said it. I was making fun of the absurdity of it. I know. What but you those were rings doing. are cool, though. They, they had are pretty cool. They had a little reminder with the diamonds down at the bottom part of it that you know that's so funny. had the yes have the white diamonds for the warriors wins and then the red diamonds for the Cavs wins so the the permanent historical reminder that they came back from a 3-1 yeah. deficit yeah if you look on the, on the bottom of the ring and there's pictures all over twitter it's two white diamonds a red diamond a white diamond and then <laughs> Red diamonds to finish it out. Like That's what? So funny. What an expensive troll job. That's yes, <laughs> yes. But I don't. That that does not surprise me in the least. No, with Dan Gilbert. Like, no, that that's is... totally up his alley. That's <laughs> that his is... mo. I'm surprised. The one thing I am surprised about. I'm surprised the like Cavs championship wording on the ring isn't in Comic Sans. That would have been really <laughs> fucking funny. If Gilbert had pulled that off. That would have been good too, but. Anyway, I'm glad the NBA is back. It'll be an interesting season. Most of it will circle around Cavs, Warriors, yeah. what's going on with Oklahoma City now that Durant's gone and, you know, the 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 top heaviness of the NBA. But whatever, that's fine. It's still compelling stuff. I'm going to try to pay more attention to the NBA this year. Well, I am just because of what's going on. I mean, yeah. The intrigue surrounding all of those factors has me wanting to know what's going on more than I usually do. Like, I usually, it's more, I know more of what's going on in the NBA, obviously, than the NHL, but you're not talking that far off. There will be a lot of, I know more players in the NBA, and I know a lot more wins and losses on any given night. Yeah. But going in depth, I can't go in that in depth in the NBA just like I couldn't for the NHL. Like, it's... On the same I'm, level of breaking it down, I guess you could say. Right. I'm worried uh, for the Cavs, especially for Tristan Thompson, because I've seen what Khloe Kardashian has done to NBA players. <sighs> Let's not do in this the past. on this show. Let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about the Kardashians and their dating. I things. mean, moving on. <laughs> We're on here. Next one. <laughs> well, next next topic is the the topic the the main topic of the episode. And that is how GD expensive these damn sporting events are getting nowadays. The most GD expensive <laughs> fucking second-hand ticket sales are through the roof for the Cubs and Indians games. Like, just astronomical prices. And some of them may or may not ever happen, but when I was looking on StubHub earlier this afternoon just to see what the Cubs... The most expensive ticket was going for $6,000 at Wrigley That's for Game un- 3. Real well, and and Unreal. wasn't it the uh, like the least expensive was like two thousand. Well, that might have changed because when I I looked at it originally, I did find ones for eight hundred. Oh, oh, but when but when you're saying yeah, yeah, no, I know, yeah. but, but that's how insane it is. When, yeah, but from eight hundred to six hundred, like, well, that's pretty good deal. Yeah, it's not. Like, uh, what did I say? Six hundred, six thousand. Yeah, yeah, I knew. What you, I was right there. With yeah. You, man. So I no, I mean, but eight hundred. 
dollars. That's crazy. That and that's for insane. like standing room or the nosebleed of the nosebleediest. Like, and Wrigley is kind of a dump. And yes. you need to pay that much money. Eight hundred dollars to, like, to not be able to see <sighs> shit. Come on, at least like. In Cleveland, they've got the porch in uh, in left field where if you do have a standing room only ticket, it's like, oh, well, we can hang out here and it's a place. There's nothing like that in Wrigley. No. You can't just like hang out in, in right field and stand there and watch the game. And I get it. I mean, there hasn't been a World Series here in forever and this, they are, you know, really excited and they feel no, like this is it's it. But fucking price gouging is what it is. Oh. It's, it's ridiculous. But if so, I was a scalper. <laughs> I got twenty thousand dollar tickets. Twenty thousand dollar tickets. What do you got on them? Well, what? So, oh, a thousand? I'll take it. So that posed the question, Scott. You you brought this up, and we've asked it on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. What's the most you'd be willing to pay to watch your team play in a championship contest? I don't give a shit what <laughs> championship it is, what the stakes are. I don't care. It, see, for me. Being at a sporting event is cool, but that's where it ends. The real-life implications of how much you have to pay to be at that sporting event always has come in to play for me. I've never been one of those people who thinks, ah, I'll pay whatever it is to see my favorite team do whatever, no matter what the cost. And I, you know, I would mortgage my house or take out a second mortgage to be able to go to the Super Bowl or some Unreal. shit like that. I've never been that guy, so... Seeing these prices, I'm just like, who are these people that even consider it? Yeah. Even consider like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm going to go to uh, the third game of the World Series, which won't determine shit no matter if if a team's up 2-0 or, you know, it's 1-1, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. The fact that they can fathom spending this blows my mind. And, you know, concerts, sporting events, you know, anything that you have to pay for a ticket – I'm really uh, like I pretty much cap it around you know hundred. Yeah, like, I, I mean I just I don't see the point in spending no matter how great the event is, and you can't guarantee a victory. You can't guarantee that's the kicker. Yeah, I, I, you know, say you're going to a concert. You know, if I was if someone was like, hey, we're giving you front row Jay Z concert tickets. Okay, well, how much are they? Oh, well, they're five hundred dollars. No thanks. Does Beyonce sit on my lap? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> what do I get besides just being closer? Yeah. I, I mean, in a better view. And I get it when you're talking about, you know, just a, at an average stadium seating. You, know, you pay more, you get a better view. That's fine. But to pay these exorbitant prices, essentially just to say you were there for a championship game, blows my mind. Because, again, you can't guarantee anything so i could spend thousands of dollars to sit right on the 50 yard line at the super bowl with you know niners playing against somebody and then they lose and i'm like wow that was a colossal waste right yeah. like just say i was there at a loss like who cares well that's what like to that point these people buying game four tickets to the world series in chicago it doesn't look this way as we're recording this the cubs are up 5-1 in the seventh inning Right now, so it looks like we're at least going to see a game five, but potentially you could see your team get swept, and you just paid four thousand dollars to get in and witness that. <laughs> but that's even- a shitty memory to have. Every time you look at that, every time you pay off that credit card bill, it's like <laughs> motherfucking goddammit. But but even if even if they were to win that game, because it's not a serious clinching moment, and you're not 
celebrating. Like, I get it if you were paying for something like a game seven and you said, all right, you know, I really believe that my team's going to win and you felt like there was no chance you're going to lose. Like, I get the the thought process and wanting to spend that money, I just couldn't justify actually doing it. Yeah, because even it, even then, I'd be like, "Well, I I can hang out with a bunch of my friends outside the stadium, you know, not a bunch of strangers, which is cool. Hey, we all high fived. Yeah, I was I was there. Yeah, but what does it matter? I mean, if you're alive and somewhere, right? <laughs> and, and, like as long as you were able to watch the game, you know, as long as nobody's taking away yeah. your privilege or your right to watch the game, it was like, well, you've got to sit in this box, and we'll tell you in three months what happened. Like, <laughs> well, then, all right, then like, I'll I, pay four grand. Yeah, okay. I guess I'll pay to be be at the game. But I mean, <laughs> otherwise, you watch it on TV. You you throw a party at your house. You go to a bar. Whatever the hell it is, it doesn't cost you nearly that much, and you still get to celebrate and do it. At the end of the day, you're not a player, so it's not like you get to go into the locker room. You're right. not spraying champagne on anybody. So that four grand. No, but you're you know drunk assholes are spraying beer on you at the bar. If which team, well, if your team wins, that's that's fine. If I, I didn't if I didn't pay anything to get into the bar, well, they're gonna fucking charge you a cover. So I paid ten bucks to get in here, and some jackass sprayed me with Michelob Ultra. Fuck you. Better than four thousand dollars. <laughs> For a place that's to a good put your point. ass. That's a, good, that's a good point. I'm with you. I don't like it, mainly because I don't like crowded sporting events. Like, yeah, I, I can't either. stand being stuck in my seat with, like, two fat guys on both sides of me where I can't move. And, <laughs> it's like, like being on an airplane. Get, yeah. And you never get the good, like, on the aisle seat when that happens. You're always stuck in, like, section 532. Row Z seat 28 <laughs> and there's 52 seats in the row and you're like right in the fucking middle, like just stuck there. I hate that. Uh, I went to, I've gone to one playoff game, well, two playoff games in my life for the Reds and I hated both of them because it was so crowded. I can't stand it. Live sports are overrated. They really are. I mean, it's cool when you're a kid and I think it's cool. Like, like I'm looking forward to bring my son. Yeah. To see no, him. and it's cool on one off experience. Yeah. It's like, you're just like, all right. Going to this game just for something to do. It's not. There's no real stakes involved. Like, yeah, I didn't. I, I just paid general admission, whatever, and I didn't right. make it a big thing. That's fine. I totally get. Yeah. It. Like, I'm not anti live sports. I'm anti paying the crack prices that it's they want unreal. you to pay for. So you said a hundred was your. That was like, your, yeah. Your I like, can't. Right, that's the most. I can't imagine. And I and I realize that. Your regular hell, a Reds Diamond Club seat costs more than that. Two fifty. Guess what? I'm not willing to fucking pay that. <laughs> like, if you're willing to pay two hundred fifty dollars for a regular season game, more power to you. At least that's all you can drink. Because I can make that two fifty work. I could, <laughs> I could, I could earn yeah, back I, that yeah, two fifty. Okay, and I get that. You, you, there's some circumstances where you say, but still, <laughs> it, think of how ludicrous that is for like a Tuesday it's game crazy. against you know uh, the Rockies. Yeah, you pay two hundred and fifty dollars to watch, and and then you know you got to go to work the next day. You're not drinking two hundred fifty dollars with the booze or whatever. Speak it's just, for yourself. <laughs> it's just I do that anyway. Well, okay, the average person. <laughs> isn't doing that much drinking it's insane right like it just doesn't it's sound like a sound crazy. investment even if you had disposable income you find yourself in gilbert arena's situation pretty quickly if you're like <laughs> hey i'm just gonna blow all this money on sitting in a seat like it just- i the thing that gets me is i don't even know if i could go a hundred dollars because 
it's not just a ticket for me. Let's say the Reds were in the World Series and somebody said, "Hey, I got tickets for a hundred bucks." That doesn't mean I'm paying a hundred bucks. That means I'm paying two hundred because I can't not bring my wife. I'm not gonna go by myself. You know what I mean? And I guess you could find like a friend to to buy the other oh, ticket. Yeah. But there's always hidden not, costs when yeah, you're talking about. It's a not. Ticket. It's not just you buying one ticket and that's it. So all these. That's the craziest part about it. These people that are paying four thousand dollars and are like, I just want to see a game. I want my dad to experience this World Series because he hasn't seen it in his entire life. Okay, you're paying eight thousand. You're not paying four thousand. You're paying eight thousand <laughs> for two tickets. That's fucking insane we asked you guys on facebook and on twitter what you guys thought andrew said he's right there with you live sports are overrated drunk dipshits everywhere tv coverage is too good yeah that's my buddy spielman and it pretty much sums it it all up like it doesn't go much further than that you know uh glenn fan of the show friend of the show uh says his ceiling price is not that high 500 to a thousand which when that's really high. <laughs> it's super Shit high. Baller. And that says, though, to win it all. So, again, with the caveat, you know, that you're getting your team's playing in a game and it's a clinching game win. or yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, and it had a really good chance to win it. But, you know, he says not game one, two, or three of the best of seven series, um, but that he would also feel a better experience being at a local bar or a party, like we said, yeah, around the event. And you'd get pretty much the same vibe. You, you know, you're hanging out with people. You you don't know generally, but you even get to bring some friends that won't cost you double the price or whatever. Right. And it seems like it'd be more fun. Plus, you know, you get to see more on TV than a person half the time. And that's my thing. Your views are so much better on TV. Like it's hard to beat the view that you get on TV. And and we're not talking about old black and white 13 inches anymore. (laughs) Everybody's got a fucking, you know, big screen TV in their living room. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a game and I've had to text somebody was like, hey, are you watching? Was that was that call right? Yeah, like I'm asking them for the replay. I'm fucking there, and they're they're like they're telling me whether what I saw happened or not. That's which is insane. Crazy. Yeah, and you paid money to be there. Yeah, and you can't. You know, depending on where you are, you know, you just can't see it. Right. Right. Which is something that they can't fix. I think Glenn's onto something because uh, I know I went downtown for the All Star game when the All Star game was here in Cincinnati and hung out downtown for that. And it was a fucking blast, man. They yeah. shut down part of the, the streets and you could just walk around with booze and it was just <laughs> a bunch of people hanging out drinking. It was like it was a really good fucking time. Was there dick in your beer? There was a lot of dick in my beer. I bet uh, there was. <laughs> the only way you drink it. <laughs> now uh Steven Piscotti's Kickstarter hadn't been funded yet, so <laughs> there's no dick in my beer at the time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm with you on that one, Glenn. I think it's fun to just go to a bar because he's right. Like bars get super rowdy for big games like that. Well, and okay, let's boil down actually going to a sporting event. Think about this for a second. Okay, if you go to a sporting event and you're paying two hundred and fifty dollars for a ticket, you yeah. know, just we're just talking regular season Reds game, and then there's nobody there, like. Wh- I'm pissed. Imagine, yeah, imagine if you were the only person in the Diamond Club section. Wouldn't that fucking suck? I'd be pretty pissed. Because yeah. part of being at the sporting event is the social aspect of it. Like, even as much as we say, 
well, it sucks when there's a super crowded event because nobody wants it to be super crowded. Like it does. It's got to be a happy middle. Yeah, yeah, you 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 still want people there because yeah, you yeah. need people to interact with while you're there. Yeah, you want to give high fives with home runs. Yeah, and, I mean, otherwise like, you yeah you just sit at home and watch it by yourself, right? Because right. you're not worried about high fiving anybody then. I high five my dog after every Notre Dame touchdown. God, you're weird. Dixon beer <laughs> and high five dogs. All I right. told that was the first trick I ever taught my dog was how to high five. And it was for Notre Dame football. Brianne says, <laughs> we haven't gotten to high five a whole lot this year. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brianne says she's paying $200 for a lower level ticket to the Xavier Villanova game in February. And she's pretty sure it'll be worth every penny. I disagree. I don't think so. No. Think <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a regular season game. And of course, you know, they're powerhouses of the Big East. It's going to be a good game. It'll be a great game. But I'm going to have probably the same experience that you have watching on TV from thousands of miles away. <laughs> well, I'm guessing that's going to be in oh, Cincinnati, okay. so it's going right, to be shit. like well, 10 okay, miles so, away. <laughs> well, no, it's still, I live up in Lebanon now, so it's thousands of miles away, seemingly. It might as well be in Philadelphia as far as it takes me to get to a damn Xavier game now. So but that's no. the other point. Like, let's say, it was, let's say they were only playing in Philadelphia this year. Xavier and Villanova was only playing in Philadelphia, and you had to buy... Lower level tickets for two hundred dollars, and, and then, then <laughs> get to Philadelphia, get a hotel. Yes. You got to pay for food while you're there. You can't just eat yeah. airplane peanuts the whole time. <laughs> uh, that's a fucking expensive trip. That's yes. over over a grand at least for a just quick to say trip. you were there. Yeah, just to go to a, a game. That's kind of crazy. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bree, you're wrong. <laughs> There's a couple people said. Uh, this dude, Ben, I don't know where Ben's from, but I feel like he doesn't watch a whole lot of sports because he said, I wouldn't pay more than $150 to watch the grand final if my team made it. And that's just for one game. The fuck is the grand final? I don't know. I, I feel like he's not from the United States. Is that on Twitter? Uh, that was not on Twitter. That was, that? On a, uh, that was on a group on Facebook. Oh, yeah, it, he <laughs> so, needs to clarify what the hell the grand final is. I I need to know what that is before I can tell him he's wrong. I, I guess. I mean, I guess I think he means like a clinching get, like that's the game seven. Oh, like, that's like the grand final. The grand final. Well, maybe he's maybe he's not from the U.S. Scott. Not everybody's like you. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> womp womp. Uh, Jason Fair. Uh, says for baseball, probably no more than 500, which he's not even really a baseball fan, so I don't know why he qualified that. <laughs> he has just thought that, you know, since we were posing it during baseball theme. Anyway, but he says he'd rather sit at home and watch it on TV. Okay, of course. But then him being the huge Bills fan that he is, if it was a Bills Super Bowl, he says he's got two words for us, blank check. Which, again, stupid. I just, I, I don't understand... Spending all of the money. It's to not go fair. See it's your not team. fair that Jason can write that blank check. I think I told him that. <laughs> it's not fair because he saves all his money just drinking Honey Brown. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're spending sixteen ninety nine for a four pack of Pump King. He spent a dollar <laughs> on his Honey Brown. It gets the job done, and he can write a blank check to see the Bills win the Super Bowl. Well, okay, so not fair. No, you know he's got a blank <laughs> check. Uh, Ashley Steer says only three hundred fifty dollars for a ticket, but that she's cheap. 
I'd argue that's, that that's not that's not cheap. Three fifty. A hundred dollars over here. That's cheap. We're we're I'm the, at like my ceiling is like fifty. Really? Yeah. You've never paid more than fifty dollars for a ticket for anything? No, I have. Okay. I have paid well, more then, than okay, fifty. Well then okay, then your ceiling isn't fifty then. Because see that's my thing. I've never paid more than a hundred dollars for any ticket. Okay, to if a we're venue. if we're going that route, that, then, that's what I'm saying. Like, then my ceiling is eighty four ninety nine. Okay, that, and that's <laughs> but that's fair. That's what I'm saying. Like, so you're basically in that eighty to hundred range. Which yeah. for me, if you're talking regular season or you're talking, you know, some concert, not going to go over that amount. And then if you're talking, you know, basically standing on stage or championship. <laughs> You're hitting the hundred range. Like we're in the same range. We're but, there, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You have to qualify it for as like how much you've paid for ever. Like, okay, and so I've never paid yeah, like more than a hundred dollars for a ticket. So if that's the qualification, then yeah, I, I guess. If, and I never would. If that's the Reds, the you're right. If the Reds are in Game Seven of the World Series, and I could get a ticket for a hundred bucks, I would buy that. ticket. Yeah. Okay. See, so that that's what so you'd you're be right. willing to you're put right. the cash yes. there, which yeah. is fine. But anyway, she says you know three hundred fifty dollars for a ticket, which. It's kind of, but like we've mentioned, she's saying she also didn't factor in travel expenses, and you know, not really thinking about that. That adds up. So yeah. if she's spending three hundred fifty dollars on a ticket, she's a huge Indiana fan. Went to Indiana, and you know, loves her Hoosiers. She spends three hundred fifty dollars on a ticket. Say they're playing in a Final Four that's in San Antonio. Well, all of a sudden, that three hundred fifty dollar <sighs> yeah. ticket just became closer to a grand by the time she gets there and stays there and eats there and all that other shit. That's crazy. That, it, that, yeah, that's just not something I'm willing to pay. Like, no matter what the wh- what you're talking about, it's just too much. It's so crazy. It's it's like these sporting events just become only... It's only super rich people that can go to this stuff. <laughs> well, speaking of rich people, uh, Buddy Doug said <laughs> he's not rich, but... He throws this out there that he said if his confidence was high enough in the Reds game seven qualifies that or the Bengals being the Super Bowl that he'd spend probably a grant. He also qualifies it by saying that he must stress he's certifiably insane. (laughs) So there you go. I mean, even, you know, somebody who says, well, I'm willing to spend a grand like realizes the absurdity of it. And that's the crazy thing. It doesn't go unnoticed. You can't even get, let's say it is a, a Super Bowl for the Bengals, you can't get a ticket for a grand. Yeah. And then not a good one. And then you got, <laughs> and then you got travel on top of that. It's it. That's insane. So let's flip the script on this because the other part of this is let's say you did get into the lottery cause you were a season ticket holder and you got tickets to this world series or the super bowl or whatever it is. What, what are you flipping them for? It wouldn't take much at all. So you, you're not even looking for, Trying to make a big payday out of it. No. I mean, if, okay, so let's say somebody was like, here, you know, you, you managed to purchase Braves tickets for $100 sitting directly behind home plate for Game 7 of the World Series. And somebody was like, hey, here's $150. I'll take that ticket from you. All right, cool. Wow. I'm out. Wow. I'm out. Like, I just, I don't need that much more to not go to, because... Again, we've talked about the headaches incurred, and it's not just the ticket itself. Like, yeah, I don't need a huge payday now. In a fantasy world, I'd be trying to extort as much money as I possibly could. Sure, I, sure. I definitely would push the envelope, and you know, oh, one hundred fifty dollars. You know, let me get two. And it doubles the price of the ticket. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. Or even. But I mean, if I couldn't, I mean, it's all about negotiation. I'd get as much as I could and roll out. But somebody offers me, you know. But your your basement, so we talked about your ceiling. Your basement is a dollar more than what you paid for the ticket? I said $100 or 150 No, I'm saying if somebody offered you 101 for that ticket that you paid 100 for, oh, would you take it? No. Okay. <laughs> so it would have to be 50% of the okay. value. All right, all right yeah, yeah, my floor is 50% of the value. All right, I got you. I see what you're saying. Damn. All right, no. So the floor the floor would be 50% of the value. Shit. That's why I used it as an example. It's 150 from 100. No, if somebody offers me a dollar more, I'm not accepting it. No. I mean, there's headaches and shit involved. You're at least making a buck you can <laughs> yes, go get a okay. chicken well <laughs> well played but no yeah it have to i guess it would have to be at least 50 percent of whatever okay. i was the value that's fair. like that you know that, that's I always think that's reasonable i i had a harebrained scheme a couple years ago where i was buying reds tickets i was getting in with a buddy of mine for season tickets it was me him and his son and we were buying four seats and we were gonna like split everything up we had this whole draft in mind of all right well we'll draft tickets that we're going to get and you get all four tickets and you can bring whoever you want whatever and my whole plan was we were splitting the opening day tickets and i was going to sell my opening day ticket to make back a decent amount from what i had to pay to get in this yeah this thing and then if they went to the playoffs even better because then i was going to be able to make even more money back mm-hmm. and my wife shut that shit down <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like uh, she goes, how much is this going to cost you? And I was like, it's going to be 800 total. She was like, wait, you have to pay 800? And I was like, yeah, but, but hear me out. She was like, no, you're not paying you 800. <laughs> you like, lost okay. me at 800. I had already paid like 200 of it. And she was like, that's it. You're not paying it. So my friends were like, here's six games worth of tickets. <laughs> That's was, pretty good. It was shitty, man. I got shut down. So her ceiling is zero. <laughs> uh, I feel like I would have the same leash. You spent what? I think that's what it comes out to for me, and that was my answer for this. Whatever the event is, I will pay whatever my wife will let me pay for, for the tickets, which is not much. Yes. Yeah, but you also have, you know... A, a reasonable. I mean, your yours was even lower than mine, technically. Yeah. If you're talking about right. eighty bucks or anything, so well, that's just because I know. I know what will get me in trouble and what won't. Uh, well, fair enough. I mean, if I'm spending a hundred dollars, I'm getting in trouble too. But I'm just saying that would be that'd be my bargaining chip. Would yeah. Be like, hey, this is Game Seven or this is the Super Bowl, and it's a hundred dollars. I mean, it's only a hundred dollars. Like, I'll, I'll drink a few beers with dicks in them if I got to. If that, if it means I can get this hundred dollars, I'll do what I got to do. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think we've we've realized where we're at with this. Yeah. Um, you want to get into some picks from last week? Yeah, let's do it. We got. We're running low on time here, but holy shit! Yeah, we are. Fucking four and zero last week, baby! Wow, combined. It, yeah, it's nice of you to join me in yeah. uh, two and zero land. LSU and uh, Coach O and all his Cajuns. They ended up beating Ole Miss, and the Broncos, surprise, surprise, beat the Texans. Yeah, you went on a limb with that one. And you had Toledo over Central Michigan. Uh, Shout out to the Rockets <laughs> and the Giants over the Rams. Who so we barely went, held on. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Oh, dude, I, I had the smiley face ready to send. I know you, you did. <laughs> I almost sent it before you did. Like, ha, 
bitch. <laughs> I was ready. Uh, so that brings our updated standings. Scott is in the lead. He is currently 10 and 4 on the season, and I am still three games back at 7 and 7. But I'm back up to 500. I'm feeling good about myself right now. I'm harder to fall. Of course. <laughs> Of course, I go 2-0 and and don't make up any ground, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I at least didn't lose a game. That's the important part. <laughs> and I think we figured out the bet. Yes, I think we, we did. On... I think we did. We had a decent amount of choices to choose from, some that we really Joe came through again. Joe dropped in some... Uh, now, he again, we recorded early last week, and uh, he was a little late with his submission, but he went through again and came up with some awesome ideas for us to do. One was to uh, put itching powder and then do jumping jacks and then have to sit and do the entire <laughs> show like that. Oh. <laughs> which sounds really brutal brutal to, <laughs> to do that uh he had he had a bunch of them that again he busted out his notebook and <laughs> came up with some Dedication. answers. So shout out to Joe uh, for for coming up with some answers here. But Whitey came through with a fantastic answer. We have a winner. I it's I know Liz is like really stewing because she even commented today and was yes. like all about, about like and I she felt bad. Me I was out. Just like oh she totally called Mike out and she's she hammered it home on the making you do something for USC. Yeah, kind of glad we. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liz. I really pushed for it, but this one was slightly better. Yeah, I bet she'll either agree or you know, politely. She'll yeah. be on board with this yeah. one. Uh, so Whitey's answer for us is: <laughs> the winner gets to create a Craigslist mail for mail casual encounters ad for the loser, <laughs> and the loser must politely respond to twenty messages. God. And I'm even upping this a little bit and saying that we're, we will have to read some of those responses on episodes. Yes. So I can't wait. You, you have, have to, to read, 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 you have to read the email I that came in. I can't wait and, yeah. for you to have to read these. Not all 20 because that no, would take yeah, the, a long time and uh, eat up a lot of the show, but you will have to read samples uh, of some of these messages. So that was the idea. As soon as Scott and I saw that tweet come in, we were both like, that's fucking, that's, that's it. it. That's the winner. So, yes. Whitey, shout out to you for coming up with the bet. <laughs> so, Mike's going to be reading that's it. personal responses to the funniest part action. about that, though, was I just sent Scott a tweet yes, or a, a text yesterday. I had put up something on Facebook two years ago <laughs> about <laughs> that a Notre funny. Dame bye week and how I don't know what to do with myself on a bye week. And Whitey commented on it and said, Write some male for male casual encounters ads. <laughs> so I don't know what he's Whitey really does. wanting he's, me to do this. He really wants me to get in on this. Will not uh, relent. <laughs> I say you get Whitey's help to write the ad because I'm sure it would be. I'm sure disturbing. he's already got a rough draft because <laughs> he's ready for you to do this. <laughs> so that's our bet. That's what we're going with. Loser has to uh, send out that or respond to the. Casual encounters ad that the winner writes for him and reply to 20 messages. So let's get into this week's pick. And with you drinking dick beer, <laughs> it'll be pretty easy to get people to respond. 
I've been putting <laughs> that's going in my casual account. I no love doubt. dick beer. <laughs> I love Loves dicks in my dick beer. beer. <laughs> All right. Uh, do I have to go first since I went 2-0? Yeah, because you're still, still the defending loser. loser All right. That's enough fair. Of last week. That's fair. Uh, so last week it worked out for me. I, I bucked Miss Cleo. I didn't fall into her games. I'm doing the same thing again this week. I do it myself. Fuck you, Joe Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott called me out on this a few weeks ago, told me to pick this game. So I'm going to really double down here, and I'm picking this game. Uh, number four, Washington at number 17, Utah, which is this is the one that I said, if Washington were to stumble, this would be the game that they stumble. So Scott challenged me to pick it, so I am. Um, here's my favorite part of this game. I'm going to imagine Fred Gwynn, who everybody knows as Herman Munster or the judge in My Cousin Vinny, throughout this entire game. Anytime an announcer says, that's a first down for the Utes, or the ball carrier brought down by a host of Utes, I'm just going to picture Fred Gwynn saying, (laughs) oh, what? What was that word? What's a Ute? (laughs) Because that's what I do anytime anytime Utah is playing. Well, I giggle throughout the whole game. I don't even realize that Washington squeaks out a close one on the road, beating the Utes by a field goal. But we need a score because Tyson loves scores. So what's the score? You're right. 205 to 202. Oh, Washington. shit. <laughs> it's going to be a no defense affair. Yep. Well, it's the Pac-12. All right. There. Fantastic. Well, in uh, college football this week... No shenanigans. It doesn't matter if I have Miss Cleo on my side. If I just go rogue, I'd do what it do. But this week, <laughs> I'm going to go with Florida State and Clemson. Ooh. And this is now before the season started, this would have been one that everybody was circling. And then Florida State went and shit their pants a bunch of times. And now, not as much. But I have a feeling they'll be highly, highly motivated. Against Clemson. And while my Niners are still taking a dicking, a hard dicking for Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and the number three Clemson Tigers are going to take care of business against the Florida State Seminoles. I'm keeping it short and sweet because we're running out of time. Wow. They're going to go on ahead and beat them by the score (laughs) of 28 to 21. Wow. Yes. They're going into Florida State to take on. Wow. Uh, okay. Seconds. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I know a lot of people who won't be happy about that, but I'm going to be happy because I think you're wrong. Uh, moving on to the pros. Well, if you think I'm wrong, then I'm good to <laughs> you go. Just won. Yeah, you just won that game. Uh, moving on to the pros. I mentioned it in last week's episode. Make a uh, If you share the episode and make a request, I will pick whatever team you want me to pick and <laughs> jinx the fuck out of them. <laughs> So Joe shared last week's episode, and he made a request, and he wants me to pick the Bengals over Washington in London. I'm a man of my word. I'm going to pick that uh, for you, Wait, Joe. Wait, so I'm confused. Is he a fan of the Bengals? No, Joe is a, is a Browns a, fan, so I think oh, he's a little upset. So he's trying to fuck the Bengals yep, by he, having you pick them. I got, his, I got exact, you. his exact I got words that, okay. were, uh, I want the Bengals over the, over the Redskins because fuck the Bengals. <laughs> uh, so, Man after my own heart. And what a, what a way to get me, too, by making me pick my own team and jinx my own team. Um, On a stupid-ass London game. So yep. for two weeks in a row, we've had the London game. We did. So uh, this one's for you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I am going to pick the Bengals in this game. Big story from this one, though, of course, is uh, when Vontez Perfect and Pac-Man Jones were suspended for the first quarter for a violation of team rules. 
Don't worry, they didn't get in any trouble in any London pubs or anything like that. They missed a team meeting, and when asked why, both said uh, they met two kids, their nanny, and a chimney sweep in the park. They had a holly jolly holiday after jumping inside of a chalk drawing and were late for the <laughs> late for the team meeting. Unfortunately for Joe, they did come back in the second quarter, shut down the Redskins, and Marvin Lewis for the second consecutive week beats another former offensive coordinator of his. The Bengals win 35-14. Boom. Score, Tyson. <laughs> All right, I'm going to the ball this week for oh, okay. the NFL. Like, Shake I, it up. I, 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 I skipped Miss Cleo for the college picks because I was just so confident that Deshaun would Ballsy. bring home that W. But I'm looking at the ball this week for the NFL. Except you picked against Deshaun. I did not pick against Deshaun. You picked Florida State. No, I didn't. I said Clemson would win that game. Oh, shit. I thought you said Florida State. I wasn't listening. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that, no wonder you thought I was wrong, you moron. Clemson wins the game, twenty-eight to twenty-one. Thanks, man. Sorry. Holy shit! I was watching the World Series. How about if we lose the attention. bet? We get new co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, lose show privileges. Anyway, Miss Cleo's ball. I'm looking into it, and for whatever reason, it's fucking in sync. It's the bye Uh-oh. bye bye video. What the fuck is this? That's this weird. damn thing is broke again. It's the dick in the box. That's what it is. Oh, Justin it Timberlake all ties back, back to JT yeah. with the dick in the box. It's the dick in the it's beer. It's a dick in a beer. <laughs> no. Oh, I totally get it, though. Wow, fucking thing. It's got jokes. Miss Cleo, again, always from beyond the grave with the jokes. Um, she says that the bye week is going to beat the Niners this week, which actually I agree with. <laughs> the Niners are going to find a way to lose the game this week, even though they're on a bye. They've taken that many L's this season. There's no amount of crying Jordan memes that that Dakota Prescott is afraid of that could possibly nail the Niners. They've just given up. But on the real, I actually i am seeing... Uh, now it's an episode of the Brady Bunch. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? Miss Cleo is fucking. With Good me, man. God! But wait, this this one actually makes sense too, though, because if we think Brady Bunch and but Tom, Tom Brady, oh Tom Brady, ah Tom Brady's bunch. So it's the Patriots oh. and the Patriots are playing the Bills this week. Well, I do remember that. Even though you can't remember my pick from a few <laughs> fucking minutes ago, you picked. The Patriots to beat the Bills back when they didn't have Tom Brady. I did. But now they have Tom Brady, and it's Patriots-Bills week again. And since I know how to do these picks thing, I'm going to show you how it's done. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go out on a limb and take Tom Brady and the Patriots (sighs) to beat the Bills. (laughs) Sorry, Alex. Sorry. Can't believe you. you. You went crazy with that pick. I know. It was almost as crazy as last week's picks for you, Mr. 2-0, for your first time Look, in your you life. got a three-game lead. You could fucking... Hold on a second. I need to give a score before we oh, get out of there. Right. Sorry, let's bring the music this, back This up. is the Tyson score. Patriots win. 34-24. Awesome. I will forget that score before the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I can't believe... I. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I, th- I was like, oh, okay. yeah, I I was wondering when you were like, I think you're wrong. I'm like, oh, okay. You think well, Clemson's going to shit the bed? I mean, I could see where you might think that because they played those close games. I'm like, all right. No, well. I'm 
100% on board with that Clemson's going to win that game. I'm an, I'm just an idiot. All right, so to recap, we've but got... Up, but up, but up, cap. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't hit it this week. <laughs> nope, but yeah, you know, we got we to gotta throw that in there. So recap, we got number four, Washington, over number 17, Utah. And I've got the Bengals over Washington in London. Scott has number three, Clemson, over number 12, Florida State. The right, bye week, right, right, yes. Right. And okay. the bye week over the Niners the bi- <laughs> and the Patriots over the Bills. <laughs> So there's your Miss Cleo picks for this week. Uh, let's get into Consumer Can It. Uh, Pump King. Consumer Can It. Um, <laughs> I believe we started off the show by saying Consume it? <laughs> Consume. Consume it. All right. This has been Consumer Can It. <laughs> that was our best one yet. Consumer Can It. Brought to you this week by Firefan. We talked about this last week. Now it's an official sponsor. Get ready to raise your game because watching sports will never be the same. Introducing Firefan. It's a game changer. Finally, a sports app that puts you into the game. You guess the plays. You predict the action all in real time while you watch and compete against sports heroes, celebrities, friends, family, or other diehard fans. The more you call it, the more points you get. You can even earn loyalty rewards just for playing the game. Don't miss the hottest app of the year, Firefan. Ignite your passion. And you can pre-register today to be one of the first people notified when the Firefan app is ready to be downloaded. Go to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click on the Firefan sign-up link in the menu bar. Boom! Boom. We nailed that read. We killed that shit. All dude. right. Oh, hell yeah. So please go uh, register for that app. Please. Uh, it is a money. really sweet game. It's super fun. Yeah. Uh, it's really awesome. We've tested it's it gonna out. It's going to be launching here very soon. So check that out. Uh, you will be one of the first people to download it. It's been a really long, really awesome episode of Crap Brew Sports, I think. Uh, Mike likes can... Dick <laughs> in and around his Look, beer. This is what happens he doesn't when we know have his picks. This is what happens when we have Pumpkin. It's shit, the best. Shit gets off the tracks real quick. But thank you guys for joining us. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at Craft Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Send us an email. If the, if you share the show, I will pick whatever team you want me to pick. So, Liz, <laughs> if you want to get back at me, do what Joe did. Share the show with your friends. And make sure and, it's uh, the Bengals Steelers week. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then I will really fuck over my team just for you. Again. Uh, or if you really want to get me, make me pick Notre Dame and jinx them against Ooh, USC. I co-sign that. There you go, Liz. There's your way to get back at me. Uh, share the show with your friends, and I will do that for you. Uh, This has been Craft Brew Sports. Cheers, everybody. We out! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.